0: Greetings, troubled listeners! Welcome back to the Troubled Man Podcast. I'm Renee Coleman. back in Snake and Jake's Christmas Club Lounge, the heart of the Empire. Back with my co-host, the original Troubled Man for troubled times, and future Mayor of New Orleans, Mister Manny Chevrolet. Welcome, Manny.
1: Hey, man, what's going on with you?
0: Not too much. Did I say I'm Renee Coman? Uh, I don't know. I think I might have forgot that part. But anyway, you know who are I are. Are you Manny. Renee Coman? Well, it's the last I mean, time I checked. I, I haven't
1: checked. seen you in so long. It has
0: been a long time, because Manny. How you been? You could
1: been? be someone who's pretending to be Renee, and I wouldn't know the difference. Oh, sure. <laughs> what you, would, know, you people all look the same to me? W-
0: would it really make a difference ultimately? Not you know, really. No, no, I'm no, here.
1: No. I'm here. Right. right. Um, yeah. How are you? Are you doing all right?
0: Uh, I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. I think it's been about a month since we, uh, we we're we we're here together. One of the
1: best months of my life. Well. <laughs> <all right. laughs> I know you, you say that, Manny. I know you, know. you say that,
0: but, uh, you know, you, you got to say that.
1: Yeah, where have you been,
0: man? Uh, you know I've was, been here the whole time. Well, I mean, <laughs> we had I
1: well, uh, of, yeah, <laughs> we had
0: Snake and Jake's.
1: Well, half of yeah, uh, some of the time I had Snake and Jake's. Well,
0: no, you know, I was out on the road uh, with the iguanas. We uh, went out when for... When are you guys
1: going to call it quits? It's over. <laughs> it's over for you guys.
0: Well, the tour is over, but the yeah. tour is quite successful, man. Oh, no, yeah? No, yeah, it was a had uh, tons of gigs that were like totally so how
1: up. many senior homes did you play
0: uh well we we skipped all of those okay. uh, we, we did eat at the cafeteria a couple of times uh, okay. but uh but uh no the, all the gigs were in clubs or uh, like a uh, town square you know kind of a municipal uh, event played a few of those uh, but yeah very successful got through the whole thing no covid uh, anywhere no gigs got canceled um, like pushing all, you know, strong all the way through the end. Man, I played the last couple of gigs were in Austin and and uh, Houston. Had a uh, full house on Friday night at the Continental Club. Excellent. Yeah, so, yeah. have
1: you been tested since you've been back? I did. I did. You got tested? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Jonathan Freilich. All right, we got some. Uh, got got a uh, kind of a uh, special guest coming in here. All right. I uh, didn't know this was a uh, a what do you call it? A spectator event. But uh, happy to have you, man.
1: And my wife is here too. Oh yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. You're my a, wife. Uh, We're
1: all here for Caroline.
0: Right, right. I guess we so. Uh, yeah, Nobody yeah. cares
1: about us. We're no. here for Caroline. <laughs> But, Secret's uh,
0: out. right, right. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, people were excited behind the bar, people were excited at the bar that Caroline was coming into the The
1: one biting the bars there, they're excited too. Sure, yeah, sure. Yeah.
0: Um, but yeah I, I did get uh, covid test uh, uh, when I when I came home and and I I, I wasn't concerned and it was uh, came up negative you know so because I, I
1: last time you went on a tour you got covid
0: uh, last time that when the iguanas went out in in April yes, uh, yes. three out of five of us out on the road uh, uh, got covid and we had to come home early so we were you know but uh, I don't know it seems to be pretty under control out there I mean we're we're out there uh, S- some outdoor things, but a lot of indoor things, mm-hmm. close quarters, nobody, you know, except maybe some, you know, staff personnel wearing masks, but, uh, didn't feel dangerous. Didn't wind up being dangerous. So anyway,
1: I won't be able to do the month of oh, August anymore. Okay. It's just done. And probably the month of December too. Okay. Well, and uh, probably half of January too.
0: Okay. Well, we'll work it out, man. So, it's, uh, you, know, you know, we, we, we have, have and, contingencies. Uh, we have, uh, have, have so
1: that's about two and a half, three months. I'm not going to be able to do this thing. Okay. All right. You Something
0: know. to look forward to. Yeah. Um,
1: well, I look forward to I, I it. know. I
0: know you do. Yeah, I yeah, do. yeah. And, and you're probably not alone in that, Manny. Yeah. Um, so we've had all kinds of things happen since, uh, since last we were here together. Uh, one of the major ones is our, our, our good friend Carlo Nucio passed uh, last week.
1: It's Way tough, to start man. the show on a low. Well, Renee. no, no, it's uh, <laughs> you know, it's
0: uh, it, it, has, yeah. it has to be addressed. You know, it's. Yeah. Uh uh, yeah,
1: Carlo died. He owed me money. But a lot of people who died owed me money. Right. You well, know. you
0: got to figure that's a win. So, yeah. You know?
1: and it's, a, yeah it's, it's a, 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 a win a for a, him. Right. That's what I'm saying. Not a win for me. But uh, anyway, you, you uh, did,
0: did have plenty of chances to address that while Carlo uh, was alive. I and, did. Uh,
1: I did. And he uh, never responded. But well, anyway, <laughs> you know, what are you going to do? He's dead. Now we can talk shit about him, you know, because well, he's dead. Well, let's, let's, if let's. If he was look. alive, we couldn't talk shit. I'd be walking around in the wheelchair going, walk on, walk on. I, I
0: noticed that, that he would. You would only complain about the money being uh, uh, the, the issue when he wasn't here. Anytime so what's he on going the show, on with him?
1: He's died like a week ago, and they still haven't buried this guy, well, have they? I,
0: I don't know. I don't know. I, I'm. I'm. You know I'm, what is uh,
1: it with uh, some religions? They don't bury. You know, come on, he's dead. Well, now, your religion, you guys bury quick. Jews, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah that's well, the save money on the fur Hamilton hide, right? Isn't that it? Well,
0: uh, I don't think they use any of that. Uh, yeah, I don't think Jews use any kind well, of. Yeah, because pro- you bury so quick. Like yeah. yeah, you know, it's. Uh, you know, the other religions, uh, they
1: shoot them up with that shit so they can have an open casket. Yeah, you know? yeah. And there's nothing uh, wor- you, know, you know, I hope they just bury him right I'm, now. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm sure, yeah, sure that will be the there's case. There's no way yeah, they should yeah. have an open casket now.
0: Well, you know. Because he
1: didn't look good, you know, a month ago before he died, or three months ago. He didn't look that great.
0: I always think. An open casket is a is a is a, is a, a tough way to go. You know, it's a, it's it's not the person. You know, you don't need to
1: see. The, I think they the, should the give them a casket at sea. Just shoot it out of a tor you know submarine. Yeah, they like they would a torpedo. Did and that shoot with, them with out. my
0: uh, with my aunt. Yeah, yeah. Neptune Society. I oh, think did they, they really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, I think they cremate you and then they they uh, they might shoot you out of a cannon at sea. Actually, it might it might be that kind of uh, disbursement, perhaps. I don't know all the details. But uh, anyway, so, so that happened. That's some sad news. Um, there's been a lot of political news in, in, the, in the, the local scene lately, Manny. Yeah, um, you know,
1: going back to Carla real quick, okay. you know, uh, I met him back in L.A. Right. When I first met him, I didn't really care for him. Okay. You know, and then I got to like him and stuff like that. But, um, and
0: then you became really tight.
1: Oh, uh, not yeah. You know, we were drug buddies. That's about it. Okay, I mean, like you I and me. I didn't tell him my problems. Right, I, right. Okay. He knew my problems already. You know, I was a dope fiend. <laughs> he, he shared yeah, your yeah, problems. Yeah, we Yeah, yeah. Problems, yeah you, you, know? you
0: were each other's problems. But you know, he
1: was from here, and I, I, you know, I'd only been down here once before, and when I met him in L.A., he, he was just kind of someone, you know. I, I don't really want to get into it because it's kind of uh, it's. Uh, yeah, there's no reason you'll Sorted. just cut it. You'll cut it out anyway. So. Yeah, well, if, you yeah, know, we don't we don't need yeah. to. Uh, so uh, don't need to, Yeah, to, so yeah, a lot of shit going on in the city. Carlos dead. Um, they're not. They haven't buried him yet. I wonder if he's going to get cremated. I have no idea. Well. You know. <clears throat>
0: Well, yeah. so we had, uh, so we have the, the recall effort for, yeah, uh, in, the the, recall. in the in the, in the yeah. f- for Mayor uh, Latoya Cantrell.
1: Ma- yes, our mayor is they. Uh, one of her ex employees is uh, uh, two of her ex employees have uh, started this recall petition, which is legal, and they need about sixty thousand votes or signatures right to right. recall it's, it's her. A, it's
0: a steep, and, a steep. And uh, the
1: first one they had was a couple of days ago in Lakeview. And I, I've never I've never seen a, a line so white whiter than I, cocaine I, that I've done. I I, I thought know? the same
0: thing. Yeah. I saw that line. I was yeah. like, oh man, this does not. This yeah. is a tough look, man. Come yeah. on, people.
1: <laughs> you know, even though I've seen uh, uh, African Americans interviewed that they don't like her and they're going to sign the petition, but the first one they got about thirty five hundred signatures and all that. You know, we'll see what happens. See if she's Teflon like Mariel right. was. Right. Well, or, you n- know.
0: now now. So, so the one of the guys uh, starting the, the 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 recall campaign is is uh, Belden Nooneyman Batiste. So Nooneyman, like yourself, is a perennial yeah, candidate. He ran,
1: yeah, he's run for mayor in the past. He's yes.
0: run like every time that you have, I think. Has pretty, he really? Pretty much, I yeah. He's he's know, pretty no. much a perennial candidate like yourself. Now, have you gotten to to spend much time with Nooneyman uh, uh, on the not, campaign I, trail or in uh, debates or anything? <sighs> I, he you know. he's he's got a name that you know one of those names in quotations like yourself
1: you know. Uh, I don't no not really I don't remember okay. rec- recall I maybe and you know it's been five elections or so right I right right it's a, I don't yeah, know sometimes it's a lot of he's people. He's a good guy you know but
0: yeah and and it, and, and it's uh, but
1: I'm looking better every day you know because of this recall. I'm looking better. My ideas of the camps is getting closer. I mean, they're already moving kids to Angola. So my, my you know, the juveniles <laughs> it's, are- It's
0: not far off, Yeah, man. my yeah, idea yeah, yeah. of
1: the camps is looking, you know, you, you guys all put me down for it, but- It's, uh, it's tough, man, know. yeah. I, I,
0: don't, I don't know, I don't it's, think that's uh, a, I don't think it's a good idea to put juveniles in Angola either. I, <laughs> I don't think that's well, gonna end it well. it well, was
1: all part of my camp idea, well, wasn't it, Renee? It, well, it's, Rene, uh, Rene, it's, it's yeah, tough, yeah. man, again. Yeah, I had this great idea, Caroline. But Great so idea. What would that be? That was, you know, because oh, juvenile crime is out of control. You know, they can't stop the juveniles. I mean, crime. They just
2: smashed five cars on our street. There you go. Oh, man. Last night. Yeah,
0: yeah last night.
1: Yeah
2: last night
0: yeah i don't know what the answer is but, yeah well uh, the answer put, put, i had were camps yeah yeah putting the kids in camps and, map, and uh camp. putting them in Angola. i don't think that's that's going to do any, any work camps
1: rape camps yeah yeah it's tough it's
0: tough man i, 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 I think know. the the uh the history is is very mixed on the, on those sorts of uh sorts of solutions man. Any final solutions if you will um
1: well you want to solve a problem well, <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah. some people say, you know, I got to solve a problem. I got to get brutal about it. Uh, got to break
0: some eggs to make an omelet. Yeah. Is what you're saying, yeah. man? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, you know, the the mayor. There's lots of complaints that that the, they have the the travel expense scandal. Did you see that? Were you were you uh engaged in that where, where uh you know the city
1: Yeah, well the, you know, Negan did the same thing. All of a sudden he's in China, says, Oh, I'm 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 uh uh, uh promoting New Orleans, I'm doing trade business and all that. She's doing the same thing. You know? Right. Well
0: the the and, and that's that's fine. And she's
1: pulling she's pulling a uh uh uh, Cohen defense from the 50s, just deny, deny like Trump diz, does. It's just like, well, what do you think about this? I don't know what you're talking about. Never heard of it. Fake news, dot, dot. You know, it's just deny, deny, deny. That's an Irving Cohen lawyer ploy from the 50s blacklist people, you know, when he was accused of doing stuff like that. You know, anyway.
0: Well, the, the thing that caught my eye, she said, well, I have to fly first class or business class. <laughs> Because uh, my
1: uh, cr- my security for for safety reasons, and yeah. so I was
0: thinking, how is business class any safer than coach? You know, if the and uh, uh, anybody that's going to get to you, they they actually have more room to get to you in business class because the, the seats class, are yeah. seats are farther apart. You know, <laughs> you're more you're you're more uh, vulnerable, and well, you know the, if the plane idea. goes down, the yeah. whole plane goes down together, right, man? Right. It's, uh, yeah.
1: it's, yeah, I mean the whole idea of having to go to these sister cities, you know, and and do these sign these. You can't do that online. You can't. You know, it's like, you know, what are you gonna do? Right. Well, uh, anyway,
0: so yeah, yeah, it's bad. She's, she's in, a in a lot a, of hot water she's there. In a hot we'll, we'll see. Water. Now, we'll you know, she reminds me so much of this teacher I had in in uh, in in high school. Her name was Ms. Newman, and uh, this teacher knew she was in over her head with the with the students. You know, she. She. She was, was sleeping with him. Well, no, 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 no. Thank God, no. She was, she was a, not a, not an attractive woman. When but, you say
1: head and teacher, that's what was the first uh, thing that comes to my mind.
0: But but she had this phrase. She would like she would start arguing with the Franklin students, and they would be getting the best of her. And she would cut them off and say, "Look, I'm not going to engage in all these verbal gymnastics with you people." <laughs> and thought, well, okay, that's pretty much just tapping out.
1: Well, I mean, she was probably smart, because I, mean, I don't know how long... That was probably back, what, when you were in high school? Well, yeah, yeah. Yeah, in, okay, so today, if she gets in a verbal uh, contact with a student, she, you know, it's, it's on tape, it's on the cell phone, and she maybe gets her ass kicked. Yeah, yeah, well, well that's a uh,
0: way... Uh, diff- you know, education different era.
1: is bad. Different era. Education so bad. In fact, I think the city should start raising the speed limit by failing schools. That's what we should do. (laughs) Okay.
0: (laughs) Get rid of the school zones by the... Yeah, well, uh... if
1: school's failing, just go as fast as you want. Maybe we'll get some of these problems off the street. You know what I'm saying? You know, it's bad everywhere. In fact, you know, in San Francisco, do you hear this, Caroline? San Francisco, down in the Mission District, the homeless drug problem has gotten so bad that they've fenced off half of the Mission District, and basically it's their own little city. Really? It's like Escape from New York. It's Boom. Huh? that's it. San Francisco, the citizens can't deal with it anymore. I mean, it's so bad in the Mission District that they fence it off, and they're like, you know what? Kill yourselves. You know, start your own city. Start all that kind of wow, stuff. crazy. We're so done with you.
0: Not sending police in there anymore. have open uh, drug markets. Yeah, uh,
1: It's basically okay. you know, wild, wild west. Like it is here, wild, wild west, you know. Mm. I mean, I, I you know, it's funny. To, in fact, a couple of days ago, I saw this car that had Tennessee license plate and it was going down. Uh, it was, it just decided like, I'm not waiting for this red light anymore. I'm just going to go through it. Who's going to fuck with me? They well, know what it's like. Yeah. You know? They know what it's like. It's horrible. It's a horrible, horrible <laughs> thing going on right <laughs> well, now.
0: I mean, yeah, we, you know, we have uh, less than 700 police officers. So yeah, you're going to get
1: worse. You, know, why, 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 yeah. you think
0: they're going to stop you for uh, going through a red light? I, don't, I can't see that happening. I don't know. Um, well, speaking of, uh, crime, Manny, did you see the, uh, story that, uh, that we had talked about uh, when it first came out, uh, the, the gay fires, pa- partially, partially resolved, uh, the, uh, the dominatrices that, who were, uh, uh, caught with the, the priest. Uh, on the North Shore, they're having uh, some some satanic rituals there.
1: Uh, no, what's uh, that about?
0: Remember, the, they had two two girls who were both uh, dominatrices. You oh know? yeah, and, and they
1: were good girls,
0: right? Yeah. Well, well, they weren't that good because they just copped a plea oh, and, and, against and they're going to the testify against the priest. Yeah, uh, yeah, good thinking, for them. Thinking, well, you know, I think, man, you can't count on anybody these days. You yeah. know, it's uh, <laughs> you know, I mean, they were well. He was
1: he, a young priest who had been booted around. T- uh, the, the South you had been in trouble before I didn't, I, I, that was like what uh, two years ago No, the no story? So
0: it was maybe like five six months oh, ago oh really yeah
1: yeah yeah it's, it's hard to I tell always, these days you know, you know, I always think, you know, it's always the deacon if you ask me the deacons man. well you sometimes it's all the, of them yeah. deacons uh, so they copped a plea so yeah, they've they, been in jail this whole time well
0: no 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 they just they were you know Pending trial They were oh, they were okay. out on bail And then they I guess uh, Made a deal And said they would Testify against him So You, can, you <laughs> know Man you, you, you really can't get Good help these days Manny It's uh
1: <laughs> yeah, you, can't, you can't get good escorts. You can't get good help. No, man. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, it, the city's crumbling, you know. The only safe place <laughs> is indoors, like where we are right circle now. Circle bar. I it's
0: mean, like, yeah, I was going to say circle bar. Man. Wait, no, Snake and Jake's Christmas snake Club Lounge. Snake and But uh, I have Circle Bar on the brain, Manny. Maybe we should, uh, yeah, should let's get our guest yeah, in yeah. here. That's get, yeah, um, let's
1: get her going. Yeah, 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 yeah. So,
0: you know, we, we Manny and I, you know, our, 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 our drinking buddy status was, was, uh, was cemented the early days there the, when you were living at the, at the Circle Bar. Someone who was always there is our guest tonight. She's a terrific uh, bartender uh, at the Circle Bar and, and also here at Snake and Jake. She was a, a bartender and also a patron here. and She's worked all over the place. Uh, uh, she's kind of the linchpin of, of many of these, uh, these organizations. But without further ado, the great Miss... Caroline Valencia Welcome Caroline
2: Well thank you, thank you Well also
1: I gotta mention Caroline is all, was also a tennis pro
2: Oh really? Yeah, a long time ago
1: Long time ago no Well we're gonna go back We're gonna go back Cause we got <laughs> stories I know you got stories I've got stories you, got, you were a tennis pro You were a dentist
2: I wasn't really a pro I pretended However I did manage to get myself Into some big games Okay And by default Kept winning There you go so at one point I got so high up in there yeah that you know the guy showed up I couldn't even I couldn't even play
1: oh okay but you you, you, you basically uh, wormed your way in I mean you got lucky
2: I wormed my way you, into you many lucky. things
1: ah. and then you were yeah and you were a dentist right
2: yes you're a dentist you were, yes yes a
1: dentist. DDS yeah
0: and
2: now now are you you're not from New Orleans? No, no I was not. born and raised in Merida, Yucatan, okay. in Mexico. Yeah. Now, were you a dentist in Mexico, or I graduated from dentistry there. I moved to Austin, Texas, after that, and they couldn't believe in 1978 that there were women dentists. Right. They kept calling me an assistant, Austin uh. dental assistant in Austin. Yes. So I blew that off and started bartending.
1: Okay, so now, okay, so born in Yucatan, when do you leave? After your tennis career, you leave or your dental graduation?
2: Uh, Yes, Uh, right after my dental graduation. It was 1978.
1: 78, okay.
2: And arrived in Austin. Now, why
1: Austin? You just thought it was cool? Well, you knew people. I knew people. There you go. There you go. That's where we're going now. That's where we're going now. You, You arrive in Austin, you're a dental assistant. You know, and you're like, fuck that. You know, I, I'd rather put all these people to sleep. You know, you'd better be an anesthesiologist. That would be my father. Oh, your father was an anesthesiologist. Yes, indeed. Yeah. He was also a stand-up comic. No, yeah, he
2: no. He put
1: people to sleep He put way, them to yeah. sleep. With yes, his indeed. With <laughs>
2: <No. laughs> no, his okay. personality.
1: <laughs> no, no, okay. <laughs> okay. Serious chemistry. All right, so your are bartending. What's like the hot spot Your are bartending? What's your first gig bartending? My first
2: gig was Ego's. Egos? On Congress Avenue, yeah. But before the fancy hipster place today. Yeah. Which, man, I was in Austin. I uh, played at the Continental
0: Club you know, a few weeks ago. Uh, South Congress looks like Melrose Avenue now. It's insane. There's, there's a, a, it war, is. a Warby Parker right next to the Continental
2: Club. <laughs> <laughs> well, I showed up because it said help wanted. Walked in. It was seriously as dark as Snake and Jake's. Yeah. I did not know that could possibly be. Uh-huh. So, I'm I'm there, the bartender lady, Charlotte, said, "Hey, have you ever done this before?" And I said, "Well, sure." Okay, well, look, I just got a phone call. My husband just got thrown in jail. Can you tend bar until I get back?" <laughs> she never returned.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and they're pa- on the run to this day.
2: <laughs> a patron knew where everything was the keys to the place where the money went and so he helped me close Uh i made my own schedule Uh barfly uh uh trained you into the place yes (laughs) absolutely nice so that was my first one what was the name of that place again egos 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 lounge all right
1: so now you're in austin your feet are tightly rooted in the ground there in austin and I know you have stories, because I've heard many of these stories. Who's, like, uh, the first musician or celebrity that you start hanging with? Because I know you got tons of stories. Stevie Ray. Stevie Ray Vaughan. Mm. Okay, yeah. this is 78, 79?
2: It's, like, yeah, 79.
1: 79. And you meet him at Egos, or you meet him no, at a gig? No,
2: Friends in common. My ex-husband ran with a lot of musicians. He was a photographer. Okay. And did a lot of their, their stuff. Omar, oh. Uh, Omar and the Howlers and Stevie and all these guys—they all got their promo photos done by him. Yeah. So, and plus he probably sold them all kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. That was favors, his sure. party favors. So anyway, um, so you meet Stevie through your husband,
1: ex-husband, or now? Yes. Yeah. Well, he's dead. He's dead.
2: I can talk about him. <laughs> you can
1: talk shit about him too, right? I can definitely. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so. I get really sick one evening. Stevie was stopping by because he wanted to see my ex-husband for all kind of things. And noticed lights were on. And there was all this commotion going in. And I was so sick.
1: Dope sick or just sick? No, sick. <laughs> okay. Pneumonia. Okay. I'd Stevie was
2: dope sick. Probably, (laughs) But anyway, um, he goes rattling around all the windows and shaking the door. Uh Uh-huh. And he comes across me sleeping on the bed, and he starts banging on the window. Stevie came through my window. (laughs) He
1: crashed it or opened it? He opened it. Oh, he opened it. Okay, came through your window.
2: Came through my window, woke me up, and said, you're on fire, baby. (laughs) 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 So he took care of me. Oh,
1: well, that's... Yeah.
2: Nice. And your got,
1: husband took care of him.
2: He was he was uh, traveling. He was gone oh, for okay. about a month.
1: Uh-huh.
2: And I knew no one pretty much at that
1: point. Okay, so Stevie befriended you. He yes, saved you. He saved, saved you. my ass. And then that became a friendship Chicken for... Chicken
2: soup and everything.
1: Oh. Yes, Good dude. Very good. 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 Well, yeah, good. I heard he was a pretty good musician too. Is that true? Yeah,
2: yeah, he wasn't yes. bad. I hear. Yes. Yeah.
1: So you became friends, and we uh, became
2: friends. Uh, the unfortunate part was that we became friends because we liked the same things. Yeah. <laughs> and we didn't delve too deep into the friendship because his ex-wife Lenny hated me.
1: Oh, okay. All
2: right. Yes. But, um, yeah, we, we crossed paths many a time, and we, we had to hide in a bathroom at the Embassy Suites with Delver McClinton and Joe Ely hiding from the wives. Oh. <laughs> and I was in there. So they yanked me into the shower, closed the shower curtain, waited for Joe Ely's wife and Lenny to yak about where the hell they are.
1: Right, yeah. And
2: we were like, not a breath. And then they left. Oh, and the best part Stevie was dressed as Pie Pie the Sailor Man. Popeye the Sailor Man? <laughs> yes, in a sailor suit with the corn cob, <laughs> with the drawn on tattoos. Is this a Halloween or something? or? A... It was a party. Uh, okay, yeah, and everybody right. could come and dress as whatever. Uh, my timelines fade. Sure, yeah, it's not important. <laughs> but yeah, the it, main event right. is retained. Nice.
1: Yeah. Nice. Yes. So the why you get rid of the wives and it's party central, right?
2: And yeah, and then everybody splits in many directions. Right. And I managed to get out of there before Lenny clobbers me.
1: Oh, Okay. Yes. So, fucking, I'm sure you saw. What was probably like, you know, you're gonna, I'm gonna jog your memory, say your timelines off, and all that kind of stuff. But, you know, friends with a musician, a rock star, you know, and he gets big, you know, he gets big in his own way, in many ways. What's, like, your best gig memory of him, like the best gig? You know, could have, it would have been just that Ego's playing, you know, behind the bar, or was it maybe at Austin City Limits, or was it...
2: No, it was at Antone's, when Antone's was on Guadalupe. Okay. And, um... It started snowing, which it didn't really... And, oh, Never and, the, and the backup was Roomful of Blues. Okay. I almost called it what Jonathan calls them, room full of Jews.
0: <laughs> I, I have heard that
2: before. <laughs> yeah, it's However... Not so, uh, it's it's it, not inaccurate. It's all musicians. Everybody is gone. It's 4 a.m. Bars close at 2. And they all jam. Everybody jams. Even Clifford gets up on stage.
1: So you're talking to everyone, like a Jimmy uh, Jimmy Ray? No,
2: Kim Wilson actually was the one that got up on stage. Uh, And the reason that Stevie befriended my ex-husband is my ex-husband used to live or share an apartment with Kim Wilson in Minnesota. In Minneapolis Okay Way back I'm talking mid to early 70s Okay, so you're, you're tight with all the Thunderbirds
0: too You know, Keith Ferguson I, I Yes, assume. yes, yes The oh. lovely Keith
2: Great Keith Ferguson bass oh. with, uh, with the, South uh, with First Nice He was on South First that's where he had his little digs. It was one. They all were in South Austin. All
1: right. So you're working at Egos. You, you move up to another bar, another club.
2: I, I try to hang on to that one for yeah. a while because uh-huh. it was easy money. Yeah. And the way that it worked is that all the patrons lived in the apartment apartments above. Uh huh. I'm talking about six six stories. Oh, okay. And but nobody got paid until Friday first okay. time it shocked me because put me on my tab and there's a big old box and yeah. you put the money and you know, ten, but then when they tipped at the end of the week each one each one of them's laying like 50s and 100 dollar bills ah. so at the end of the week i'm walking out with a freaking bunch of money yeah i mean thousand dollars Sure. 1978,
1: 79. 79. That's a, that's a yeah a lot of money. It was Bartend- a lo-
0: Bartending's a lucrative business. It can be, right? It can
2: be. Yeah, yeah, Absolutely. Yeah. Then there was uh, Clubfoot. Oh, yeah, yeah. I remember that place. Well, I, I was sort of a bouncer. Oh, okay. <laughs> that was also one of those strange... I sat at a movable feast my entire time in Austin. Yeah. You nice. know, it just... Shit just happened
0: you remember it, a band called the droogs they uh, i saw them one time over there anyway mm-hmm. it's a kind of the punk rock day yeah
2: I, a, I was gonna say i ran with all those crazy punk rockers right right and, well, alejandro you must have been uh, Escovedo, of course yeah, of course crossing paths with them. um rank and file was whenever i first ran across them that was probably 80, 80 81. right now rank
1: and file uh, were they were from austin yeah Okay.
2: They used to play LA a lot.
1: They used to play LA a lot. It was
2: Alejandro and then the twins, uh huh, uh, and somebody else that I don't remember. But there was a little nice little area in the uh, in the Alphabet's part of between Duval and Lamar Avenue A, Avenue B, blah 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 blah. Right, right. And Biscuit from Big Boys was there uh Kevin Thompson from Nice Strong Arm was there. I mean, we all lived a block away from all each other. Okay. So, it it was uh, it was impressive how shit could happen without you you, you just walked in and things happened. Well, Austin was so different at that time, right? I mean, Austin And not was, that
0: many people. Everybody right, knew each other. Right? And very inexpensive to live. I mean, even when totally. I first started going to Austin 30 years ago, it was totally different than it is now. It was very much
2: more like, like, you know, I imagine it was back when you were first there. Do you remember a little club called the Austex Lounge? No. It was a hangout of Joe Ely's and, okay. and, and Charlie Sexton. And, I've,
0: I've, I've heard it mentioned, yeah,
2: yeah. But it was run, it was owned by a brother sister, Dee uh, Dee Ferrari and Jimmy Ferrari.
1: Okay. Cool name. Yeah. <laughs> Aliases, by the way. Yeah. Sure. Uh, yeah.
2: Because who needs to know the real name? Yeah, yeah like Chevrolet. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Ferrari, Chevrolet, sure. Uh, but th- that was so. I opened a business with Dee Dee. Okay. And it was a three-ring circus of stuff. We would get really high and go out to dumpsters and sell the dumpster stuff to oh, okay. rich kids. Because the store was in campus. All right. Ah, UT. And it was called Trip Don't Walk. Uh. And that brought in all the old hipsters that wanted the crazy weird clothes. And, you know, we, it, it was an amazing little store. Nice. Made no profit because the three partners had other ideas. So we got kicked out. Okay, but we also made a lot of money there. All right. Um, let's just, see. Just used it all. Oh yeah. 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 <laughs> we sure, we yeah. reinvented. Yeah. We reinvented things. Right. <laughs> yeah. <we've,
0: laughs> you're you're investing it all back in yourselves, but. Uh,
2: yeah, we all Not turned. Back accounts, yeah, yeah. Exactly. We sort of re- We were Frankensteining ourselves.
1: <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, okay, so you're hanging out with tons of musicians Joe Ely, C. Ray, uh, The Thunderbird, all these amazing guys. Yes. Uh, and then when, I'm curious, when did you meet Bill Hicks?
2: Okay. Um, Bill Hicks, I guess that was 82.
1: Okay, so it's just a few years later.
2: 80, yeah, 82. Yeah, uh-huh. like I said, this was a movable feast. Okay. And the uh, his best friend, David Jandro, was one of my best friends. Okay. And we all hung out together. And they would come and sit on my porch. And on one occasion, Bill had to wait for Sam Kinison to pick him up. Oh. Because <laughs> they had a gig. In Dallas. Oh, okay. And, you know, Bill's checking the watch and checking the watch. And before you know it, there comes ripping around a humongous car. It was like one of those 1977 giant thing.
1: Giant thing.
2: You could hear him yelling a block away.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Screaming. Get
2: your ass out here, Bill. We can make the gig. So it was It was pretty interesting to have Sam Kinison park his car on my lawn, unearth every flower and, and bush I'd worked on, <laughs> swing the door open, grab Bill, throw him in there, and Bill's going like, but wait, we'll never make it. We can do Dallas in an hour and a half.
1: From Austin? <laughs>
2: oh, That's pushing no, it. No, I know, <laughs> they would have never made it. But it was a good, it was, it, it left my jaw drop for a little bit. Okay.
1: And so you and Bill and your mutual friend hang out?
2: Uh, yes. Yes, we did a lot of hanging out. Um, they were in the middle of finishing up a video
1: uh-huh.
2: that was called the Ninja Bachelor Party. Oh, Okay. It took them 10 years to put it together. (laughs) Sounds like our film. Yeah. (laughs) So I'm in the credits as Crystal Catering. Okay. Okay. Big old red flag there. Right, right. But I had to be on set, ready to bring it out. Oh, true. Let me ask you something.
1: Okay. Because I've seen a lot of documentaries about Bill Hooks, and I've seen a lot of his he, life.
2: He went clean and sober early, much earlier than most. Yeah,
1: okay, but did you see some of those? Because I've seen footage of some of those gigs where he's so hammered or fucked up, he's just given, he's fucking about ready to kill the audience. Yes, yeah. yes. Were you ever at some of those gigs? Oh, yes. Okay. Uh, it was
2: called um, Outlaw Outlaw Comics Get Religion. okay. Yeah, and there was a few guys from New York. There was one guy from L.A. And he's,
1: he's smoking constantly back then, yeah. Madly, yeah. Yeah. madly. But I think, because then I've seen gigs where he's like clean and sober and stuff, like are supposedly clean and sober. And I saw some brilliant gigs when he was fucked up and some brilliant gigs when he was clean and sober. He was just brilliant. Yeah, he was just a brilliant mind. I mean, really? It was just how close to... And I think if he was alive today, he would be like George Carlin, you know. He,
2: he left footage Yeah. for years. Yeah. And slowly, David Jandro has been compiling these yeah. for release. He's He's the one that put together the little film... Uh, that captures probably the best essence of Bill mm-hmm. lately.
3: Yeah, he's the
2: one that collaborated with the uh, American Idol Bill Hicks story. Right. Yeah. Uh, did
1: you stay with him in Austin after Katrina? Did you stay with him with
2: David Jandro? Yeah. yeah we we yes we yeah. did so spend I did some meet time.
1: because we went with S- when Selena was just a little baby. Went and hung out with you guys. I think at his house.
2: That was Carrie Jaggers. Oh, okay. Yes. Okay. I, I he was that. the owner of Backstreet and oh, okay. and um, another club that was dark. Well, the last
1: footage I ever saw, because Bill, I think, was really into that whole uh, David Koresh thing. That yeah, was right, right, right. He was really, like, into it. And he had traveled there and stuff like that. And there's footage of him watching the place get attacked and stuff and he's so far away he really can't see it right but he's you know right. the reporters are he's near the press tents and stuff like that that's the last thing i ever saw of bill hicks until
2: about 10 years ago when they started releasing all this stuff the, the goodies oh
1: yeah but no about 10 12 years ago apparently like in the late night a year or so before he died he was supposed to go on letterman and he was yes. during dress rehearsal, yes. and Letterman said, I don't know what you're talking about, Bill. Uh, so he, he cut him from the show. Hmm. He, cut, he cut Hicks from the show. And then about 10 years after Hicks died, Letterman had Hicks's mom on the show lovely, and said, you know, I should lady. have never done this. I should have never done this to your son, yes. so we're going to show it tonight.
2: Yes, I remember this. Do you remember that? Yes, I and did. And that was great. And you yes. could
1: tell he was sick. He was really, really sick. Yes, he was. And uh, but Letterman, you know, it's like one of those, you know, regrets. I've had a few, but right. this is a, gr- a regret that he he tried to make up for because he was wrong to do this. Because that because that bit wasn't that bad. It
4: right. Really, it wasn't
1: that. S- you know, harsh or anything like that. It just no. He attacked
2: le- everyone equally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly.
1: <laughs> Which I try to do. Yes, me too. Except in some circumstances.
2: <laughs> so, if, if do you want the uh, the cherry on top? Yes, give us the story? cherry story. Yes, this would be Rocky Erickson. Yes, great Rocky Erickson. Yes, absolutely. I uh, partnered with another crazy dude and opened uh, a video and books. It was alternative audio video books and I think it was and accessories.
1: That place (laughs) was called Blockbuster?
2: No. (laughs) No, it was right next door to Les Amis, which is where the great James Michener wrote Texas. Okay. uh, While I was working there. Hmm. Mm -hmm. Stevie spent a lot of time above us at the... um, at the hairstylist because they were doing the same thing. It was skateboard, oh, and it was Inter Sanctum Records. Okay. We were all in the same building. All right. And I have a door that was the door to the business and every time Inter Sanctum would get a record release, they had to come in front of my door and I'd be waiting with a ma- with a marker. And it signed the door. Okay. So I've got a bazillion of this. And Rocky's also. So this this guy, my partner in business, was childhood friend of Rocky's. Mm -hmm. I mean, they grew up together. Same elementary school. And the mother knew him well enough to where she would drag him over to the store and leave him with us. Sort of as a babysitting situation, mm-hmm. while she had to go do groceries or whatever, and we couldn't—we could not take our eyes off of him, or else he had, he was gone. Wander off like a toddler. He would be gone, and then it was like the search. <laughs> and finally, m- my idea was to have him do a signing. He didn't care of what. So uh-huh. I, I went to a thrift. Sign anything. Anything. I got two boxes of Harlequin novels, westerns, just a buttload of books. Uh-huh. Some were free, and some I had to pay like a buck. Brought them to the store, set him down on a little desk with a pen, and I'd put there's a signing Rock Erickson inside. <laughs> Keep him busy, <laughs> and people would come in, and he would sign a book, do a drawing, <laughs> give them the book.
1: And it wasn't his book; it was
2: it was a western, it or yeah, now it was it's his book once he signed yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, Harold
1: Robbins and romantic I, novel.
2: Have, yeah, all of those, yeah. all of that trash. Some of them this thick, some of them like this, some of them you know falling apart, but all of them signed. And his mother commented one day, she says, y'all are making my son famous again. I don't want that. (laughs) Too much attention, all this book signing. And I said, well, we do keep him here in the store. He's here when you come get him. So zip it. Yeah, 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 yeah. let him sign anything. Everybody's happy. Rocky's (laughs) happy. Uh,
0: He's living in the Kremlin with a two-headed dog. Exactly. well uh Manny, I'm I'm looking at the, the the drinks and the clock. It seems like this would be a good yeah. time to. Caroline,
1: uh, we always take a break halfway through the show. And the troubled nation knows what to do, so uh we'll be right back.
4: She lets you bring up anything. You like. Those
0: And we're back, back yes. with Mr. Manny Chevrolet. I am Renee Coman, Back with our guest, Ms. Caroline Valencia. Yes. Now, Caroline, I know you're a, a, a busy woman. You have, uh, you know, many obligations. You don't get to uh, uh, listen to so many podcasts. But uh, just to catch you up with the Troubled Men podcast, uh, we're back to our original sponsor these days, which is uh, Loose Change. Yeah. Indeed.
1: Yes, Loose Change. We used to have some sponsors... But they, uh, we, I don't know, we, they jumped ship, but we, they we, went out of business. We, or both,
0: like or we that. ran them off. I don't yeah. know. It's, it's, it's uh, hard to say. So but we
1: lose change.
0: Yes, which uh, is a way to say, you know, we're, we're, we're a, a listener-sponsored operation, you know, and, and loose change is everywhere. It's out there. People have it rattling around in their, uh, you know, those, those uh, jars that people collect change in when people used to use Our change. old
1: ashtrays in cars. Right, <laughs> right. Bottom of the dryer. Yeah. <clears throat>
0: couch cushions. And, uh, you know, you don't have to send the, the, the change. You know, you don't have to, to put the silver in, in an envelope or anything. These days they have uh, PayPal and Venmo, and we have uh, both of those kinds of accounts. We have the, the links for those, uh, those accounts are in the show notes of every show and in the uh, Facebook page. Uh also have a a Patreon page with we have we just picked up another patron, you know, people supporting us week in and week out just as we are producing these shows week in and week out. So uh, you know, avail yourselves of that, get some skin in the game, support the uh the Troubled Men podcast. Because you
1: need to help us people because I don't wanna have to do a telethon.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nobody Twenty-four wants
1: hours of Manny yeah. doing a telephone. I don't think I can do that. It's no, yeah.
0: nobody can handle that. Yeah. Um, yeah. So you are not Jerry.
1: No, I'm not Jerry. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so you know, uh, make it easy on yourselves. Just uh, fork it over, uh, and uh, you know, again the. The, those links are right there, easy to find. Uh, and
1: you can get t shirts if you want. Yeah, yeah,
0: we have Troubled Men Podcast t shirts right there. The link is there. It's, it says Troubled Men's Wear, like Troubled Men's Wear, but it has women's t shirts as well. You know, don't get confused, people. I guess I think we have child si- children's sizes as well. If you want to send your uh, children to school in a Troubled Men <laughs> Podcast tank top, that might be a cool thing to do. And, uh, you know, it's, uh, d- don't wait too, uh, too long for the, the gift giving season is right around the corner. You get That's your Christmas right. shopping done early. Uh, yeah. and, uh, what else? Uh, uh, follow us on social media, uh, Facebook and, and Instagram, Twitter, um, subscribe to the podcast, wherever you're listening to podcasts, uh, you know, subscribe, rate, uh, review. Give us five stars. You can say uh, fuck Manny and Renee. Five stars. We love that. Which kind we've of gotten. Review. Lots of that oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It yeah. says uh, one review says uh, 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 hate Manny and Renee. Love the Trouble Men podcast. So yeah, that's one of
1: the f- it, best compliments I've ever gotten in yeah, my yeah. life.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah.
1: So uh, yes.
0: Uh, oh, and, and and we always like to acknowledge the support we get from people, and and our former guest, uh, the great uh, uh, Viking blues artist Arnie Skog, uh, uh Sent us uh, bought us a couple of drinks, said cheers to Carlo. This was uh, oh, in, in honor okay. of, uh, yeah. so uh, cheers to Carlo Nucio. Here
1: we go. Salud, oh, uh, salud. Yeah. So we're back now. All right? yeah, yeah, anything and, else? We're and, back. And,
0: and, and we're back, back with Miss, uh, our great guest, Miss Caroline Valencia. Now, Caroline, we don't want to get too, uh, too caught up in Austin. You have a, a great time in Austin, but uh, y- you know there's more to life. You think uh, yeah. New Orleans? You mean okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so, so what's what prompts you? So, to what come drove to New
1: you Orleans? out of Austin?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> divorce. Oh, the divorce. Yes. Okay. Okay. So, when does New Orleans happen? Early '80s, uh, mid '80s, '90s.
2: Divorce is '89, and oh, then I yeah. moved to the Florida Keys. I was just ah, there a year.
1: Ah, the Florida Keys.
2: The way I arrived here. You were a
1: mule, right?
2: <laughs> no, it was the days though when bales still fell from the sky. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, It was not a bad time to be there. So
1: um, they call them keys for a reason, right? Exactly, <laughs> the flakeys.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, two of my friends that I'd known since Austin, Greg Surrey and Charlie Mack um, McLaughlin who were the Trouble Boys, passed through on their way back, uh, playing Athens, Georgia. Okay. And they knew I was in the Keys. So they hung out with us for a couple of days. And then since they saw the garage was full of still packed boxes, they put them in their van. And when I went out with my cup of coffee and waved them goodbye, they said, if you ever want to see your shit again, you got to move to New Orleans, baby. Uh, okay, so they kidnapped your stuff, and uh, they you, you had to go along with it. They kidnapped my albums. All right. All oh, of it.
1: Oh, wow.
2: The artwork, the al- all of it. Anyway. Okay. So, so you get to New Traveling Orleans. Traveling with
1: vinyl is very difficult.
2: It yeah, well, so back happens. in the day, I was going to do it no matter what.
1: Yeah, well, no, we all did it. I remember going from apartment to apartment, but I'd never leave my vinyl anywhere.
2: Oh, no, absolutely. Yeah, I would absolutely. never leave it anywhere.
1: It's,
0: it's, it's, uh, it's very perishable there in the sun, yeah. the heat. Anyway, so you, you get to New Orleans. Uh,
2: how, how long does it take you to, uh, to land at the Circle Bar? Oh, well, it took, let's see. Oh, it, well, I, I arrived here in 1990. I left in 93 and didn't return until 97. Okay. I went to do scuba in Belize. Huh? Okay. I returned in '97 and stayed at Ben Elman's for good Great part of the year. Ben Elman from Galactic, yeah, uh, yes, guests of ours on yes. the podcast, uh, dear brother. Yes. My dear brother. Yes. Anyway, uh, his a friend of his was a um, a server, a bartend slash bartender at Fleur de Lis, Ricky Lemons. Restaurant with Billy Bryson Right And it was Towards the lagging Year, I guess it was about two years Into being Right before Circle Bar
0: Fleur was in the Circle Bar uh, Building, you're saying
2: Fleur was Circle Bar Right, 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 right,
0: I remember that Yes,
2: yeah. so um, He was Taken to open Lois. Left me in charge to sell off all the rest, the you know the booze, the everything. He said, "Caroline, you have to be there because they think the Flordale is still open. So you gotta, you gotta call when they call. You gotta say Flordale Restaurant, but it's we have no food. There's no chef. Mm-hmm. So just fake it." And I said, "All right." So, Jonathan, and let's see, there's about. Oh goodness! About five guys there. We were still doing some lunches, but not dinners. Oh, would come over and we started thinking, well, we can do this. We'll get Alex and Phil the Green and Jonathan and do the Drunken Masters, and it's gonna be incognito. This is
0: pre-Circle Bar. Pre-Circle Bar. Okay, so you actually, when when, when Dave and Kelly uh, took over the, or started the Circle Bar, you came with the building, you're saying?
2: I came with the lease, baby. Okay.
0: <laughs> Pre-existing condition, so to speak.
2: Yes, I was that. So um, I started doing live music. I started three for one, four for one, take the bottle and give me what you got in your pocket to get rid of all the booze so that he could close it up and I kept putting money in his in his bank account for you know Fleur de and one day he drove by and that place was jam packed <laughs> uh-huh. and he's like at the window going what the hell's going on in there knocked his key wouldn't work I'd bolted. Uh-huh. everybody was in changed changed a lot <laughs> And finally, he calls the phone, and I answer. He goes, Caroline, this Ricky Lemon, open the damn door!" (laughs) (laughs) So he was very proud. Okay, so 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 then uh, moving on, uh, uh, Kelly,
0: Jim Marshall, the Hound, yes, uh, Dave Clements, uh, Tony, I believe. They had to take me. Okay, so so they 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 get the lease on the building. uh, They open the Circle Bar. Uh, Kelly is manager of the Circle Bar yes, day-to-day.
1: Indeed. And they stopped food service and all that. Oh, yeah, was everything bar. was, yeah, yeah just bar. Just bar. Yeah, just bar. A bar.
0: yeah absolutely. And so what a, what a great thing that was. I remember, you know, when, when that that opened up and Kelly told, they had kind of a soft opening, you know, and, and they, uh, Kelly said, yeah, come by. And I thought, what a fucking fabulous
2: place this is. And I yeah. loved it from the start. Absolutely. And, I mean, whenever she got those camel dollars going yeah (laughs) dude they paid hank williams the third to come play at circle bar Uh uh-huh and so the big truck pulls up giant he had just played house blues the day before Mm. giant truck pulls up big old biker dude comes the door where's the landing dock (laughs)
1: <laughs> Dude. Yeah.
0: The front
2: steps, that's the closest we got. To I said, I there. can open the back door and you can go. So he walked in and he went like, nope, not happening. This is not happening. Hank Williams comes in, duct tape around his boots and everything. And he says, oh, God, I got to do this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is it. great. Right. So,
1: For people who don't know, the circle bar occupancy was what?
2: Thirteen, 13, 13 yeah, yeah, yeah Twenty-six Yeah, yeah something like 50 that Fifty and yeah. the fire marshal cried Yeah, 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 yeah
1: Exactly <laughs> So Hank Williams III says, I gotta do this I gotta do this But yeah. such a
0: great room, such a great dive, you know It's obviously just
2: just soaked with rustic charm Yeah They had to open all the windows around the, the rock and roll lounge And people were dancing on Lee Circle yeah. In the really? Greens Right. Because there was no more yeah. fitting couldn't people in, in there. there. You
1: couldn't get in there. Yeah, yeah. Exactly.
2: So we were lucky enough to start with uh, Ponderosa Stomp. Uh, their early days, Uh uh-huh. Ponderosa Stomp was at Circle Bar. Right. I remember that. So that was like a dream for me. I started seeing these old cats that I just... I loved Right, right And Kelly would <coughs> Kelly Keller would bring in All
0: those kind of acts uh, <laughs> All during the year anyway you know? Her taste you know, Was
2: happy. Am- Yes yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely
1: Yeah I Absolutely I have seen Ernie Cato There on a Wednesday night Yeah And it was Half full But the energy was amazing Amazing Yeah Yeah yep, And fab- he came up in a limo
2: Fats Domino sat in that room Fats Domino
1: never forget the time I came home from work and Kelly goes Manny Fats Domino is here Fats Domino and I'm like yeah Fats Domino Uh, And also, I mean, everyone came through there, man. Oh, so many cool
0: scenes! You must have been there when we had the uh, the absinthe uh, parties. Absolutely. When when Trey would Trey would bring the oh my god come down and brew absinthe. We had Sean Hall on here uh, not too long ago and and nice talk to her about all that because that's when I first
2: met Sean was through through Trey and those uh, those brewing parties. The funny thing was that uh, one of our favorite cigarette girls. I'm not mentioning names now. Um, <clears throat> was it imbibing of the absinthe. I think it's illegal now. So anyway. Yeah, so, but yeah. Okay. For any reason, Kelly sure. said, "Lock her upstairs. Take her up and lock her up. Gosh, she's driving me crazy." <laughs>
1: And I didn't know that was my apartment. She locked her up in. No, it
2: was it, <laughs> it was the front one. The yeah, front I'm one. Okay. So we threw her down on the on the couch. It was the green room. Threw her down on the couch. Said a lullaby her. You can be. You're gonna be fine. And we go up about an hour later, and she is talking and hugging on an upright bass. <laughs> okay. Well.
0: The absence was working. Right?
2: Having incredible conversations. And when I came in and she went, do y'all know each other? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, there, were, there was some fun. There was some. Hey, Los Lobos showed up after, after um, playing House of Blues also. Man, I was going to ask it you. It was Snooks. It was Snooks that was playing. Okay. And they said, Snooks? and we're going so they finished their gig at House of Blues and came and those were the days you know it it was so packed in there everybody was behind the bar right I'm sure serving themselves who cares at this point well you know Jim Marshall
0: we had him on the podcast love him he was talking about the Hound yes we love the Hound and he was, he was saying that he came down and, and you know, he'd had the, the Lakeside Lounge up in New York and had absolutely been doing the books up there. And he said he came down and did a survey of the, the liquor uh, uh, <laughs> and, and the books. And, and, he, and he said he figured out, he told Dave, look, or, or told uh, Kelly, look, uh, if you could just sell four out of, or five out of ten drinks... You would make money at this bar, but you're 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 giving giving away away. seven (laughs) out of ten drinks. You're only
2: selling three out of ten drinks here. Well that's probably true. I think that was was about right. Yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe we were selling them all, but we were pouring well, A yeah. third of the bottle in each glass. Well, that's what he meant. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Exactly. Yeah. Not that, not yeah. that
0: anybody was stealing. It was just the that Yeah, yeah, that right. Like
1: yeah, it was <laughs> the pours. The pours. Yeah. <laughs> the okay, <laughs> there, is there he insane. People get distracted. Dave just walked in. People get distracted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. People get distracted. Speaking <laughs> of stars Skeeter, upon stars. Speak, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Speaking of heavy pours, Dave yeah. Clements. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
0: okay, well, he's, uh, he's he's making himself scared. So let's continue on with uh, your. Your stories, so so you were there like the whole time Kelly was right, and you had yes. all these all these. At that time, you had uh, all these musicians coming through as other bartenders. You had Alex McMurray did a good long every there.
2: every Wednesday on my shift, and we, I don't mean playing, I mean behind oh, as, behind the bar. Behind yes, the you bar on the very
0: first ones. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Luke Allen, Luke Spur, and the Luke yeah. Warmer. Yeah. Yes, the he Luke was, Warmers. Uh, yeah. he, was, he was my bartender there. I had no idea he even played music for years. I was like, this is the sweetest guy. He's a really great bartender, you know. And I was like, oh, really? You play music? Too? <laughs> and
1: uh, my neighbor across all, Setley, was a bartender. For Setley
2: was a bartender. Yeah.
1: yeah, he was a bartender.
2: Dr. Ogoko, Miss Stephanie. Miss Stephanie, Stephanie yeah. yes. Never forget. Today. Yes. And
1: uh, what's that? Uh, uh, the PhD. Courtney the, uh, Courtney's uh, old band. Uh,
2: oh, yes. Uh, Courtney, oh, my uh,
1: Courtney, what was it? Courtney, the sweetest little girl. Little bitty remember. one. And she had that two-girl
2: band, her and that other girl.
1: And she would play the accordion. Yeah, she would play the accordion, the organ, and stuff. What was the name of that band? Damn it, they were good.
2: Drummer and accordion. Yeah, drummer and accordion. Really good. Yeah, huh, two girls. Okay. It's, it's not and ringing a bell with me, but uh, I forget
1: the name of it. It'll come to me. So many were great really bands. Good.
0: Kelly, Kelly always had. She I mean, booked I mean, amazing bands who who would be playing like a at like the Continental Club in in Austin couldn't find certain kinds of bands just can't find a play in New Orleans you know like rock bands a lot of times it's you're either just gonna skip it, or you could go play the Circle, circle bar, bar for no money. But you know, you have a yeah. New Orleans play. All the pe- cool people are gonna show up and see you. So I remember seeing like the Detroit Cobras. Yes, at yes. the Circle Bar. Yes. You know, yes.
2: all kind yeah. of bands, all kind of national touring acts. What was the uh, the the singer that he also came with? Ponderosa Stump good friend of the Detroit Cobras, and he was on the jukebox also. Lovely black guy uh, oh my you're god you're asking
1: too much of me anyway no.
2: he and and uh kelly and i god, went andre williams not him no i've okay. got an andre williams story for okay you. well you want to get into that right now sure all right well oh, I, I just was gonna say he took a sign picking up lazy lester that when kelly noticed it said lazy motherfucker <laughs> and she's like, "You can't put this up like a, You're the limo guy. This is there's children here." It's like, ah, oh, lazy motherfucker.
1: Well, also, and, also Lefty Parker, who with with Bottle Rocket and his other bands, absolutely, he was a bartender for a while, absolutely, and, and kept also, it going too, and yeah, manager kept, after Kelly yeah, passed, yeah. yes, yeah, 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 yeah. and yes. also. The calendar was always a big thing. Yes, the one that Hans did. Yes, Hans, because if you got your picture on the calendar, right, it's a big status. That was, that was a big yeah, status yeah. thing. And I remember, you know, after living there a while, I go, well, I got some famous <laughs> photos. I could get on this calendar, you know. I could. So my, my my one of my favorite was, is I interviewed Iggy Pop in New Orleans. Yes, indeed. When he was on, so the picture of me and Iggy were on the Circle Bar calendar okay. for a month. I, I And I was just like, wow, that's amazing. That's just amazing. And then my daughter, Selena, got was a calendar girl. She was a calendar girl. She was
2: a calendar girl, and she had her first birthday there.
1: Yeah, she had her first birthday party at the Circle Bar. My daughter had her one-year-old birthday party at the Circle Bar, nice. and that was, nice. that, yes, was, was. that was amazing. Yes, it was. That was amazing, because everyone came for that.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was was the place to be. Yeah,
1: well, yeah, it was the place. Yeah. Well, you know, go ahead, go ahead.
0: I was going to say, speaking of kids in the Circle Bar, Caroline, I got here today. She was asking about my son. I was saying, well, he's 23, just started, he's still in college, you know, still entered law school. And she was saying, I remember seeing him. You had him in there when he was like two or three years old, you know, after tap dancing class. And I was saying, well, actually, Daniel went to Circle Bar. When he was like six weeks old, right? You know, and and uh, told her a quick story. I uh, might have told it a long time ago. Where we had him there, Glenn Styler was playing. We were sitting right next to the 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 band area. Daniel's in a uh, my my son, six weeks old, in a little car carrier, sitting in a seat. Uh, The the song that he knows this though,
2: right? Uh, He's Glenn Tyler knows this.
0: Oh, Daniel knows it as well. Okay, yeah, everybody good, knows this good. story. I don't want him to find out yeah, now. No, I heard, no, everybody's heard <laughs> the story. Um, uh, the, the song gets real loud. Daniel wakes up and starts crying, so we <laughs> have to pick him up and carry him into the bar area. During that same song, the PA speaker, which was sitting on the mantle, rattles off and Falls off of the mantle, hits the table, and bounces right into <laughs> Daniel's car carrier. <laughs> oh, it was man. like a like a 45, 50 pound speaker yeah, limb. Yeah, about Exactly tiny. where yeah. he had been. And Todd and I are in the bar. We see this happen. We we'll look at each other like, "Oh my God! I guess we have to have to uh, use a higher level of care." Yeah, <laughs> <infant."> exactly. <laughs> But, uh, you know, yes, timing is everything, Manny
1: Well, Glenn Styler's made me cry quite a few times Sure, sure,
0: sure Absolutely One guy uh, tried to kill himself after a Glenn Styler show You know, he he failed Uh, (laughs) But... uh, yeah. So is that failure for Glenn Styler too? <laughs> I, I think Glenn uh, Brent was disappointed that the guy didn't didn't uh, succeed or or maybe try again. You know, it's like come on, come on, man, don't give up so easily, right? But uh,
1: well, well, going back to like the hounds saying, you know, you can make a lot more money. You know, we'd be doing better if you would if you sold I'll drinks instead of gave them away. I'll never forget when Courtney was doing happy hour there, quite a Frank, few time, yeah. Well, Frank, yeah. Well, Mr. Frank, yeah. He's a legend. That guy's a fucking legend. He lived next door at the Tivoli Apartments where all the retired guys or guys who didn't really... You know, people who didn't really...
2: He would put a stopwatch on her. (laughs) He would order a drink and hit the stopwatch. (laughs) Because she'd get... You know, on the phone or look and all of a sudden you'd be like, Okay, this is long enough, click. Courtney.
1: Yeah, another oh, one. Oh yeah.
2: <laughs> yes. Stopwatch.
1: But okay. I remember I'd get home from work around five thirty and five thirty at the circle bar was dead. I mean they'd open around five. You know, no one would walk in till seven o'clock or something like that. I'll never forget, all the bartenders are happier. be it Courtney, Lefty, Stephanie. They'd be like so happy to see me walk in. They said, Don't go, Manny. I go, I just did eight hours. I'm really tired. I'll buy you a drink. I'll buy you a drink. Say, All right. So I'd sit there in my work outfit. Because they were so lonely. There was nobody there. It was just like and I don't know if at one time it was like eight o'clock. And Courtney buzzed me. Nobody was in the bar. Courtney buzz me goes, Manny will you come down? Come keep me coming. <laughs> keep me coming. It's like, <laughs> all right, sure, I'll come down. Yeah, <laughs> you know, but that was the rule I had because living there was different than just being a, you know, customer. You know, I had a rule. If you buzz me after 10 o'clock to come Please. down, to come down and hang out, you were buying. Sure. I'm not paying for a fucking sure. drink. Absolutely. Yeah, so that was the rule. But, you know, I would partake in that too much that they stopped buzzing me after. <laughs> <laughs> People stop, but and I knew they were down and there. Learn their <laughs> lessons. Yeah, How yeah. could you not? Yeah, exactly. But that was a great. And place. And you were on the third floor. I was on the top floor. Yeah, it was an amazing thing. It was like you know living next to the L because you had the streetcar going by. It's living next to the L, if you know, in Chicago, or you know, the subway. It, it was just a great place to be. And it, it, it's sad. It's gone. I'm really sad. It's gone. But the pandemic killed it
0: yeah a lot of things yeah yeah it was it was going in that direction anyhow uh so you know nothing lasts forever caroline i know i know
1: like this show
0: right well it it seemingly (laughs) is lasting forever it's uh it's 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 on a good run but here we are in sort of the uh the the you know the the natural uh the next step here we're uh, at snake and jake's christmas club lounge you know it's uh they actually do have music here on Thursday nights outside. It's a lovely courtyard, and I'm not sure if you've been out there. I have. Now,
2: oh, the courtyard, yes,
0: but not for music. Right, uh, this right. This is the first. Right, well, it's it's been transformed in the last couple of years. Now, Caroline, actually, when you came in here, I was asking you, you were saying that you bartended here as well, but even before that, that you were a patron here, and I, and I said, well, you know, you said... Uh, uh, nope. Michael Ward. Yes. So you know, Michael Ward has come up before. Uh, Michael Ward and Re Ward, a great percussionist, uh, he came up during the June Yamagishi uh, uh, episode where June said, uh, you know, Michael Ward found him on the uh, at a blues jam on the stage at the Maple Leaf and and introduced him to uh, you know the New Orleans music scene. You were saying that uh, and and. Michael and June used to be hanging out every night here and you said you were right there along with them. Oh, yeah.
2: Well, with Michael, it And you guys were... It was a lot of clean living here, right? (laughs) Yeah. And the Maple Leaf, too. (laughs) I mean, that was another one that had... Sure. Michael there and he had free reign. Yeah. But uh, I met him... He was one of the very first people I met in the 90s. And... I would walk up to Miss Mays, Miss Mays, where, uh, catacorner for, uh, Whole Foods is. Right, like it's called a monkey bar or something. Or, now, or something. Like no, it's Saint Joe's. I think Saint Joe's. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that place. That was Miss Mays forever. Yeah. Yes, and that's where where he and he would go and hang out. I'm gonna say three in the morning, something like yeah. that. Because was, there was that and, and Bonton on roulette. He had a whole
0: circuit. He could, there he was, was a circuit. A, yeah, yes. he could
2: go throughout the night. Yeah, and yeah. everybody could f- see that car and they would just hit the brakes. Michael's here. So <laughs> I was driving. Talk about party favors. Man. Holy moly. Man. Uh, I was like little sister. And uh, he... <laughs> he uh, He was driving, you know, his big old muscle car, Uh and I had a Chevy Geo, which is the size of a matchbox. Right, tiny car, sure. So one day, I told Michael, look, take my car and do all your errands, Uh drive that thing, nobody's going to stop and go, oh, there's Michael. Okay. When he returned the car... The seat was all the way to the back. When he came out, it was a circus car. Okay. <laughs> clown car. Yeah. Okay, yeah yes, yeah. the clown car. And he kept going, like, I liked the idea because I was uninterrupted. I mean, it was beautiful. Incognito. Yeah, Total yeah. incognito. I went to win a Circle. I went to... I mean, I did the city, and nobody knew I was there. However... I had to take Tylenol this morning, bitch. (laughs) My legs were cramped. (laughs) So I let him him use it for a few more times, but that was a trust that was just, it just goes without saying that uh, I I considered him a brother.
0: Mike was a great guy, man. Great percussionist, uh, wild guy. uh, But
2: uh, would do anything for you. Yeah. You were a friend. He took care of you.
0: Yeah, I miss that guy, man. It's uh I wrote down a whole list of of, of people like that, you know, that you are crossing paths with and I realized that like more than half of them are gone now. <laughs> you know, like Kelly Keller, uh, uh, Kevin O'Day. I know you were tight with Kevin. Yes, yes. Early just, days. Just early lost days, Kevin. Yes. Uh, you know, Keith Keller. I uh, saw Keith saw, Keller. Oh my god.
2: But yes. also
1: you well. La- you last well, his Circle Bar, didn't you uh
2: didn't Keith Richards come in once? Oh, my God. When I got locked up in the bathroom with him, you mean?
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> when well, you guys hung out in the bathroom. Okay. And fucked
2: the I will customer. keep that rumor going forever. <laughs> okay. Well, <laughs> and you'll never know if it actually happened. Well, no, it doesn't okay. really matter. It's it doesn't. Weird. Yeah, yeah. No, no. <laughs> tell it tell it like it did happen. But we had phone calls for weeks. Oh. Yeah. Really? For weeks yes yes Keith because <laughs> I
1: uh, when I I got a gig for Virgin Records in the early 90s and I interviewed Keith for and you it, asked him I asked him you know, I said you're gonna meet I said I see your future you're gonna meet Caroline Valencia at the Circle Bar in New Orleans <laughs> no anyway but no I, I know this story it's a great story you guys were just hanging out in the bathroom together and he wandered in like what during happy hour when nobody was there when
2: nobody was there yeah he just
1: ha- happened to walk in right Absolutely. Now, have you ever? Did you read his biography, My Life, or Life? Not life, My Life, yeah, yeah. Life. Yeah.
2: I haven't read it. I, I, I did see re, uh, my life. No,
1: no, <laughs> <laughs> no. But he talks about New Orleans. Yes, lovingly. About, yeah, lovingly. But he talks about a woman from New Orleans that he met through a, various New Orleans musicians, who anytime he'd come to New Orleans, she would score for him. <laughs> <laughs> and I read, de- I read deeper and deeper into this, and I think that woman lived around the corner from us, because there was always, for, since I've lived on North, where I live now, right around the corner on Ursuline and North White, there's been this house where I've, Alan Toussaint was always hanging out there, yes, you, Dr. John was always hanging out yes. there, and I know Other famous people are hanging out there, and drug people, probably from the sixties and seventies. And she just sold the place. And when she sold the place about a couple years ago, she sold all off her. There was a line four blocks down to buy, to buy things from that house. Huh? Because I think the history is there. Now Keith never mentioned a name, but I think that's the house. All right,
2: I don't doubt it. Connecting the dots. I'm I'm trying
1: to connect the dots. There you go. you know, that was one of my favorite things as a kid, was connecting the dots. Yes. Sure, yeah, it's fun. You yeah know. it's fun. And then I got into word search.
2: Okay. Then it, Seek and find. <laughs>
1: Seek and find. Yeah. <laughs> right, right, right.
2: Hunter S. Thompson. Okay. How about that? Yeah. Okay. Oh, talk about that. All oh, right. Well, he came in, you know, just just like Hunter does with uh-huh. his glasses and the Hawaiian, with an entourage and just sort of looking side to side and very, very anxious. And I had him have a seat right there and I said, what's your poison? It's tequila. This is Circle Bar? Or? Circle Bar. Okay, alright. Circle Bar. And he had been bitching moaning that he didn't want to be at the Ritz, which is where they put him. Mm-hmm. He wanted to go to the Poncha Train. Sure, right across the street, right down the street from up Circle. Up street yeah, from yeah. Circle, mm-hmm. and, or down the street from Circle. Sure, mm-hmm. And he said, because the carpet... In that in that hotel reminded him of Vegas. In the Poncha Train. The Poncha Train. Right, right. What yeah, did yeah, I yeah. say? No, that's what you okay. said. I'm just clarifying. Yes, the pon- a yeah, little, the yeah, 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 Poncha yeah. Train. So anyway, uh, he wanted to be there because it felt more at his pace. Yeah, still a nice hotel. Still there, yeah. Well, it's been revamped. Yeah. I'm talking about so, whenever oh, it was oh, like... Yeah, yeah. yeah. So anyway, he comes in. Um, I think Michael Hurt... Was going to play that night Mike Yes Yes. Former guest on the show Yeah A lovely man Shout out to
0: Mike Mike
2: (laughs) I love that guy (laughs) Oh absolutely Oh yeah yeah. So um, There's quite a bar full And uh, People start recognizing They're going like Oh that's And I walked around And I just said Nobody scare the cat away (laughs) Right.
0: Well, that's the thing about New you Orleans. Pe- cannot people don't do that anyway? You know, it's it's like we we have a disinclination from from uh, approaching famous people because, you know, what the fuck?
2: Yeah. You know.
0: Leave them alone. Yeah, leave them alone. I always say it's because New Orleanians feel like they're more important than <laughs> than whoever the celebrity is. Anyway, it's a certain kind of narcissism.
2: So I shared maybe three tequilas with him. I made him a margarita, he liked it, but then he said, okay, let's just go straight up. Mm-hmm. Put the bottle in front of him, put two glasses, and I said, so his little entourage got very nervous. And they were just like, oh my God, he's gonna get out of that, <laughs> he's gonna be out of control. So Mike Hurt starts playing, and he just stands up, goes up to Mike, goes, "You know this? you know this song? And he's like, I'll make it up if you want. And he says, I love your style. Turned around, went back to sit down, and probably about a half an hour later, he was gone. Okay. But it was brilliant. Nice. So I sat face-to-face, shot-by-shot, with one of my heroes. All. Yeah. And that would have been the only place that that was going to happen. Yeah, yeah. Circle mm-hmm. Bar is one of those kind of things, it man. It was it's a like, magnet. You know, you could,
0: you could uh, yeah, it was a certain kind of vortex, you know. You could. You, Sucked you, you right could, in. You could mention someone's name to somebody at the bar well, and turn so- around and they would be there. You know, they don't even live in town. Suddenly they're there. <laughs> Absolutely. But it's
1: so, I mean, it's so, like, close to, like, downtown and, like, the big hotels and also towards the residential uptown, where I think you get like celebrities who who are put up in a hotel somewhere, and they just want to like, I want to go somewhere where get out of it a little bit. Yeah, get yeah, out yeah. of it a little bit. And the Circle Bar was that place. Yep. Yes, it was. You know, yes, because it was. you know who's going to go there? Right. Next exactly. door is a bunch of, at the Tivoli is just a bunch of a wacky retirement
2: <laughs> home. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Government housing. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. While yeah. that lasted, and while there was that lovely. Spin and Vortex uh, It was It was unbeatable and, and and it was after I think Katrina and, and repairs And whatever That it had to Reinvent itself And I don't know That people caught on That it was Being reinvented And it just was uh, they wanted Circle Bar as they remembered it, and they couldn't, they finally focused. It took them a while, but it, it had to reinvent itself. I mean, right. Kelly died in 2003. Right. Thank God she didn't go, she would have hated Katrina.
3: Yeah, it, it she
2: would have hated that. Sure,
0: sure. But now, one thing that I I always loved about about yeah. being in in Circle Bar right to the end is that I always felt like as long as that was there, Kelly was kind of still with us. Yes, and and I always thought even though you know Dave had made some improvements, he'd taken the kitchen hood out, he extended the bar, and, you know. He'd open the room up a little bit more. Not, it wasn't very much different. But I always thought if Kelly were to walk in right now, she'd go, "Oh, I, this is really good. I really yes, like what she would you have, did." <laughs> she would have liked it absolutely, and absolutely. But but it was still very much. I mean, her her childhood picture was always there with always. the tea light lit, you know, on, on the on the shelf every night. You know, you, as as long as that was around, you felt like yeah, Kelly's here with us. Yes, you know? she
2: was, and and you know, she'd knock stuff over off the shelves every yeah. so often <laughs> yeah she when she was displeased or pleased right. things fell off the shelf so in
0: my mind uh, you know Kelly since Circle Bar is closed Kelly's Kelly's haunting uh, uh, Snake and Jake's now you know this is she might as well yeah yeah <laughs> uh, I don't see any place better you know <laughs> might as well 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 uh, Manny, it's this is kind of a podcast. Do you have any? Uh I
1: I think so. Caroline, we you know I've been wanting you on this show for Man. for at least eight days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know. We finally got to pull it all together.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it pull happen. it all together. Dreams come true. Yeah, they do.
1: You know, it's taken a while. Thank you so much for coming. And yes. I, you know, she's one of these guests where we can have a part two. Absolutely. She's definitely, she's got more stories in that vault. I know yeah, you we're, do. Yeah, we're just oh, scratching the surface. There's plenty of yeah. stories in the vault. You probably got stories on us.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, hopefully those won't come <laughs> up. <but>. <laughs> no, no. <laughs>
2: we're,
0: we're counting on some discretion. here. Yeah. Bark Absol- discretion. <laughs> Look,
2: I've been sworn to secrecy. Yes ever it goes without saying doesn't absolutely. it absolutely part of, part of the gig right right it right, is right, right. they used to call me the mausoleum because uh, yeah. they could share the innermost <laughs> and know that it was not going to be shared I'm still there there you go there
1: you. you go thank you so much Caroline I thank you and what do we say Renee oh on the Trouble Man podcast we always like to say uh, trouble never ends but the struggle continues good night good night
2: good night
4: Cross reminders don't like nothing to lose That wasn't her style, except on the booze She was a practical woman, right down to her shoes, right down to her sensible shoes The moonbeams of science, I crisscrossed the sky A hungry young Kyle lets out a cry But I only remember what I can't forget, so I still see her shoes Heading towards the sunset On the horizon I can still see them yet I see sensible shoes She cruises downtown In a light grey sedan She won't commit to motion She doesn't got a plan She knows her quarry And the lay of the land on sensible shoes she'll make her stare she's a practical woman never gambles to lose she wears sensible she wears sensible shoes the practical woman never gambles to lose she wears sensible she wears sensible shoes I can still see them yet I see sensible shoes Heading towards the sunset On the horizon I can still see them yet I see sensible shoes